Now, welcome to our love fest as we celebrate the holidays here on JR Morning. Jamie, Lloyd, and I are uh, so blessed uh, to have this uh, partnership and this uh, great platform and to have the opportunity to uh, inform and entertain you every morning, and we appreciate that uh, you're stopping by uh, virtually with us as we welcome in some of our favorite people, including uh, Terry Radigan, uh, who is Vice President of Global Communications and Corporate Giving for General Motors. Terry, good morning. Good morning to you, and Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks Merry for Christmas. having me. And Merry Christmas. And Kathy Brook, Realtor with Max Brook Realtors, which is an institution here uh, in uh, in Birmingham. But, I mean, regionally, your footprint is huge, Kathy. Well, and, and thank you. God, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And for It'll those of you that don't morning. know it, she is the karaoke queen. You should hear <laughs> this woman sing. <laughs> You know, I, I, you know, I do just, have a mic on, so be careful. I, I, I know. And, and you've been known to go full acapella. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't Terry, get me started. Uh, right. you will be officially become a retiree tomorrow? That's true, Guy, yes. After 36 years, wonderful 36 years with General Motors, I have uh, decided to retire at the end of the year. So, yeah, effectively tomorrow will be my last day. Just Whoa, to, wow, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, thanks thoughts so much. That, thoughts on your time there and, and what uh, you've Incredible. Done. And the, the, the impact through corporate giving. Yeah, that yeah that's been really rewarding. But the, the, uh, the company has been so good to me, and I'm so grateful to Mary and, and Mark for the many, many opportunities that they've provided me over the years. And then, as you point out, Lloyd, the last seven years to be able to give back. Uh, so really what I say is it, it's, it's a, an opportunity to work for a company I love in a city I love, mm -hmm. with people I love. So it doesn't get any better than that. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, my question is for Kathy about optimism heading into the new year in the housing market. People are excited because maybe interest rates may get a little better. We, we've saw, we saw a correction from October. So we've had a full point in decrease in the interest rates. So what we're seeing is that people are asking me, you know, should we buy, should we sell? And absolutely, you have to get on with your life. You can't sit and just wait for life to happen. And so um, I'm very fortunate that I have a great group of women that work with me. And my buyer's agent, Helen Reasoner, and I are out there with buyers all the time. We're seeing, actually last year at this time, it was pretty tough. We didn't have a market, and now we have a market. We've been as busy as we've been in the last 35 years that I've been in business in December. So I'm looking at this first Q1, Q2 as being as good as any. And so if you're looking to buy or sell, you really should get in the market because it's down to 6.5%. It may go down in the fives. But, you know, I'm also used to the, early, the 1970s when interest rates were 18%, 19%. Right. And so, you know, we have to look at how good this really it's perspective. is. Perspective. It's right. all about perspective. So I've got right. to tell you, I, I've owned two houses in my life. My first one was purchased through Max Brook. My last Thank one you was purchased through Max Brook. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Myra Brown, who you may oh remember, a wonderful lady who we've lost, but yes. uh, was, yes. was our realtor on those. When you, when you, the, the one thing, too, uh, that we sometimes forget in this community is what great housing stock we have here, the great homes that we have. The, the middle class was built here with Henry Ford. Yes. True, but... Single-family homes, this tradition of home ownership in the American dream was given birth here as well. But is there enough inventory? Well, that's our weakness, right? <laughs> I mean, this yeah. morning I looked at Real Confidence and said, zero listing. So, you know, that's the problem. People are, had refinanced down to 3%, which I totally understand. And they you don't want to get out of that right and now. And they don't want to do that right yeah. now. But, 
you know, there are still so many first-time home buyers that want to buy. We had a softening in the market due to millennials not wanting to buy, right? They were all renting. We thought that was the thing to do. We don't want grandma's china. We want minimalism in life. Well, they're changing their minds. And so they are out there and they want to buy. And so, Guy, to your point, you know, we have a market of first-time home buyers, 200,000 to 400,000. And we also have the luxury market. We are mm -hmm. so diversified here. And it's because of people like General Motors, you know, the companies like General Motors and Ford and the suppliers and, and, and professional, you know, businesses that we have. There's so much money in this town. And um, Helen and I were just talking about first-time home buyers. We're very fortunate to have the brand to go in and help these young people get into their homes. So that's the other thing that Are we the builders want. cooperating now? Because we know the pandemic really put a pause. To, I mean, materials were both unavailable but right. terribly high-priced. That's beginning to correct. Are, are you are you are we in the midst of a building boom a budding building boom we need more well they they want the land i will tell you i mean it's multiple bids for these builders and they have to come in with cash to buy these lots and we've seen vacant land go up 30 to 40 percent just in the last two to three years let alone the cost of, of supply what about so, the, the city of detroit and the homes that are in the city that that the the city administration are helping people to rehab these homes and 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 make them suitable for people to move into well they're getting expensive too i mean that's the thing i mean detroit is is definitely a place to invest but their pricing their house the house market there is starting to outprice you know the first-time home buyers as well because they're getting expensive wow. yeah uh terry we noticed you've got a, something a lapel pin there that uh has attracted our attention yeah yeah it's the nfl draft which is about 130 days away now guy and we are so excited i'm the chair of the detroit sports organizing corporation and um, we are working with visit detroit and with all of the uh well with obviously the city and the state and the county and it's just a whole detroit effort to make certain that this NFL draft, April 25 through 27, right in the heart of downtown, uh, comes off without a hitch. So it's really super exciting. I think it's really exciting because Nashville was like the most anyone had ever watched a draft, but with the passion of Detroit sports and the closeness of Detroit, uh, NFL cities, exactly. I think this could be even bigger. That's a great point, Jamie. You got Chicago and Pittsburgh and the rabid fans of, of all those those uh, cities. People will come from Canada. I was at last year's in Kansas City, which was wonderful. Ours is going to be way better. People well, are it, gonna, was off -site. it was off-site. Yeah. Exactly. KC was off-site. Exactly. You got to be right in the heart of it, and uh, I can't wait. We're going to have hundreds of thousands of people downtown. And the mayor says, like, everybody will feel this, oh, yeah. uh, it, even in the neighborhoods. Absolutely. It's a free event, for one thing, so that's a great part of it. And um, you're right. We're, we're uh, working with the Strategic Neighborhood uh, Fund and, and those folks from around the city to make it very inclusive. It's very much like what happens with the Grand Prix, this first one last year that was on the streets of, of Detroit. And we brought the neighborhoods down, and, and we're doing the same thing. We're going to make this a very all-inclusive Detroit thing, and it's going to be the best NFL draft ever. And the best part is the Lions will not be picking soon exactly. off the top. Exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll have to, That's a good thing. We have to wait. That's yeah. a great point. <laughs> Terry, i got to ask you, you and I have survived a lot of auto shows together going back a couple decades. Absolutely. Um, if, 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 if Mary Barra said to you as you get ready to ride off into the sunset, yes, sir. Uh, Terry, you can take any car from the GM portfolio going back <laughs> from today, a uh, hundred years back, what would you what would you ask for? I, I would thank her to, for the uh, Corvette E-Ray, which is oh, just yeah. now out. It's an electrified Corvette. It's the fastest Corvette ever, 
and I would thank her for that. And I would it's take zero it. to oh my god in how many seconds? <laughs> <laughs> well, if she's listening, in less than three seconds. Yeah, yes. yeah it's amazing that car. But anything, I, I'm, I've got to turn in my car tomorrow, which is a Cadillac CT5V. And I'm going to be tearing up. That is an absolutely gorgeous car, it, incredible performance. And um, so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, turn it in on the last possible day. That's okay. Sure. So, Mary, find a way <laughs> to stick an E-Ray in a very large stocking and, uh, and give Terry a great send-off. Thank you, Guy. Terry, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you all. Good Merry luck Christmas. In, in retirement. We know we're going to see you. In, of course. And, and uh, we're so happy you're going to be involved in the draft. It'll Thank be you. a great moment. Kathy? We're poised for liftoff. Yes. Right. Let's go 2024 and let's go Lions. Yes. yes. Let's go Lions. Let's go blue. Thanks to you both. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Thank when you. we come back, um, we, we, we know we talk a lot about wise men, as we should this uh, Christmas season. Well, we're going to talk with one of our political wise men next on JR Morning. Excuse us if we're a little back a little late getting on Mike. It's uh, our wives are here, our yeah. husbands our family are here, is here. The, the, yeah. all of the family. We had Nolan Shout Finley out Mike just Dempsey. came in. Yeah, all our, our good friends and and get a chance to reconnect with uh, people. And one of our favorites uh, joining us, Jason Rowe, who has been kind of our political godfather through these very interesting times. Jason, Merry Christmas and good morning. Well, good morning, everybody. I can't believe you made me shower at this hour and there's not mimosas <laughs> waiting for me when but I get there's here. There's mulled wine. I've yes. just discovered mulled wine. And yet your, 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 uh, your salt and pepper hair is perfect this morning, so uh, we'll assume you've the done this The headset might times. mess it up. We'll see. Yeah. That's <laughs> just... Oh, my goodness. My question for Jason is this. Every day we're in more unprecedented, uncharted waters. Like, how do you keep up? Uh, drinking mimosas in the morning. In <laughs> uh, wine. You know, I was teasing uh, Craig Mauger by a text a few weeks ago, you know, with the Detroit News, because he covers this stuff, I think, as much as anybody in the mainstream media. And in spite of what some Republicans think, I think he's a pretty fair journalist. But I told him he's one of the luckiest son of a guns in journalism in America. Uh, covering the Michigan Republican Party because if you don't have anything to write about today, just give it uh -huh. one day and there will be something insane. Uh, Michigan is, I think, in a lot of ways and has been, um, going back a few years now, the center of the political universe. It is a political wasteland for Republicans. It is kind of ground zero for the impact of Trump on American politics. And it'll be interesting to see if we can chart our way out of it. When we're watching this with Nikki Haley right now, and I, I heard somebody yesterday that said something I thought was fascinating. They said, you know, she is vintage 2010-2014. That's when she was elected governor of South Carolina. Totally different Republican Party then hmm. compared to now. I was talking to a gentleman that I think under um, more conventional times would be running for high office here in the state of Michigan just this morning. And he says, well, I have to find out which Republican Party is going to come forward a year or two from now. Because I was asking him about his future. Where do you think that happens? By the way, on the 27th, I mean, Christina Caramo may find out her future with the Republican Party as chair. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't think the state of the organization, the Michigan Republican Party, matters as much as the political environment. Uh, I think, you know, I've worked in a lot of states in my life that have dysfunctional state parties. Um, you get around that by having really good candidates and raising a lot of money. Um, candidate quality matters, and last election we didn't have candidate quality. I think Tudor Dixon was a fine retail politician, but she was inexperienced. She didn't know how to raise money, and she got walloped. 
Matthew DiPerno, you know, a bit kooky, not electable, Christina Caramo, same thing. And, you know, you look at the top of the ticket, Gretchen Whitmer won by 11 percentage points. There's no mystery how we lost the House, we lost the Senate, we lost, you know, all around the state. When the top of the ticket is that much of a drag on your party, it is hard to overcome that. Regardless of what anyone thinks of Donald Trump, I think he's positioned to win Michigan. And at worst case scenario, he loses by one or two points. That's going to be good for Republican candidates down ballot because it's going to be a lot closer. And Republican candidates mm-hmm. tend to overperform Donald Trump in their races. So in Michigan, do the candidates that are running have to spend more time in that fundraising realm as opposed to the state helping them because they really don't have the, the state GOP behind them? Yeah, the, the party isn't really a fundraising operation. Um, you know, their job really is to help recruit good candidates and then fund operations like get out the vote, door knocking, a lot of yep. uh, grassroots mm-hmm. infrastructural stuff that it doesn't even matter who the candidate is. They are there to support the party and go out and do a lot of the grassroots stuff. But if you can't stuff, get money to do that, I mean, that, that's, you know. That's a big impact. Now, you have the National Republican Congressional Committee that will bring money in for the congressional races. You have the National Republican Senatorial Committee that will come in on the Senate race. You've got the Republican State Leadership Committee, which will help on the state House races that are up this. And then you'll have the RNC that will come in and help the presidential. So you've got D.C.-based groups, but only the Michigan Republican Party can get all of those groups and the 85 different Republican organizations in the state at the same table to coordinate and communicate. And then you also have that communications infrastructure. The state party can reach every party leader in the state and in the country and get everyone working on the same page. You can't replicate that with a new organization that stands up and have the credibility or history and and, uh, infrastructure. You mentioned the National Republican Senatorial Committee. Supposedly behind the scenes on a national level, they are working hand-in-glove now with the Trump campaign to try to keep Trump from letting happen what happened in 22. Trying to steer him to finding candidates that are sufficiently MAGA but not crazy, that are that have electability. Not a John Gibbs, for instance. Not a Tudor Dixon who was so extreme on abortion that it was disqualifying. How do you think that's going to work? My question kind of mirrors his. How do you reach the younger voter? There still may be conservative young people, but they may not be all the way MAGA. Yeah. Uh, well, Joe Biden's helping with that uh, in a lot of ways, and, uh, and I'll come back to that. Listen, I think Steve Daines, who is the senator from Montana right. and the chairman of the senatorial committee, I think he probably struck a deal with the Trump campaign, like let's work together, not against each other. Uh, you know, when you think back to 22, there were four states uh, – Arizona, New Hampshire, Georgia, um, I forget the fourth, in, in which Republicans should have won. And Donald Trump Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. effectively chose the nominee, and we lost all of them. And, you know, he probably doesn't want that. I do think he's been much more disciplined. I attribute that to the leadership of the campaign, Chris LaCivita and Susie Wiles, who are, are in charge. So I think they're being much more strategic about how they approach these races. He hasn't issued a lot of endorsements. Um, So I do think there's a a better situation there where he might not meddle in the primaries and and the best candidates can perform on their own. You know, go to the youth vote. You know, conventional wisdom is younger generation is decidedly anti-Republican right now, but there was a poll that came out a couple weeks ago about Michigan from Epic MRA, which I consider a left-of-center polling operation that showed, like, uh, the younger 18 to 34, like overwhelmingly supporting Trump versus Biden, which just 
doesn't compute, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that they love Donald Trump. It's that Biden has been such a disappointment, mostly on progressive issues where they don't think he's doing enough. But the reality is if you're a young person and about to start your career and you look at housing affordability, when you look at gas prices, grocery prices, opportunities, right. it, it's you could get cynical. And I think that's a big part of these younger voters looking out on the horizon and thinking my future might be a little screwed up with Joe Biden as president. Yeah, the New York Times is saying that the soft youth vote was because of Hamas. They're nuts. It's also because of the economy. I've got to ask you before you leave, and we're going to steal a minute here from the break. Um, in 1968, LBJ saw the handwriting on the wall. He lost the youth vote. He was eroding everywhere. He said, look, in the best interest of the party, I'm stepping aside. Why hasn't Joe Biden done that? I was talking to an insider yesterday who I sometimes don't believe what he tells me because it seems too fantastical. This might be. He tells me that this week the Clintons, the Obamas, Axelrod, Paul Begala, and James Carville are going to go have an intervention that was coordinated by Valerie Biden, the president's sister. Um, yes, day before yesterday, I saw a cry on on the news. Aides say Biden refuses to confront age. And I thought, wow, if White House aides are leaking that kind of stuff out there, there's something afoot. That my friend tells me this. But what Biden's been doing that's alarming them is he's dropping by offices in the White House to have little chats and mentioning how he feels so much younger than his age. The problem is he's going into the same office more than one oh, time in the day, no. doing the same thing, underscoring that, that maybe yeah. the dementia is a little more advanced. Okay, so is that uh, what you were looking an intervention for? Intervention at That's the White House. That's not what I thought you were going to say. No, <laughs> that is that is fantastical, uh, but extraordinarily interesting. <laughs> wow. Jason Rowe, uh, thanks so much. Thanks, we guys. appreciate your insights and, and your your. Uh, just being you. Just your overall <laughs> yes. being. Yeah. And we'll be back. We're live from Startup Nation.